0: Hello, and welcome back to Logistically Difficult. The LGBTQ plus Love Island podcast, where we attempt to answer the question, would a queer Love Island be that logistically difficult?
1: I think we've already answered the question, but the podcast continues.
0: We move. I'm James Barr. (laughs) And I'm Martin Joseph. And yeah, James, we actually have already answered this question. Basically, this is a podcast to prove... That a queer love island is not that logistically difficult.
1: I mean, they're acting very queer at the moment in there. To be fair, I hope that's not a triggering thing to say. But there's a lot. There's a lot going on that I think relates to the gay world.
0: Yeah, specifically the cis gay world for sure, one hundred percent. The cis vapid gay world, <laughs> <laughs>
1: and we can say
0: that because that's me and you. That's basically us. <laughs>
1: I mean, actually, that is literally us because we've both got bleach blonde
0: hair right now. So. James. <laughs> so I actually wanted to talk about my hair because before we get onto to the behavior of the boys, which we're going to do shortly, I wanted to ask your opinion. Because not only are you a cis white gay man, but you are also part of the Botox
1: community. That's right. And actually, I really want to talk about this today because... As we both know, the Botox community is really underrepresented in society. We're victimized. And, you know, we need to be fighting for our rights out here, guys. I mean, the B in LGBT stands for Botox. (laughs) Why is no one talking about that?
0: Disclaimer, it is not. Um <laughs> and the L,
1: if you're wondering, lip fillers. Yeah. The G, uh General Anesthetic. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and the T, going I'm, I'm gonna leave that where it is. <laughs>
0: yeah, they, they don't need they don't need to be replaced. Um, so let's talk about the Botox situation. Um so if you guys missed it, basically um they were playing a, a little game and it came up a few times that the Hugo is just not into fake ladies fake personality and fake looks wise is Mm, how he described it um so i want to i like the word prefix i'm going to prefix this by saying i understand um i understand that sometimes we do things to make ourselves feel better and that we can all have a lot of insecurities completely true completely true and it is and it is bad to say bad things about the way someone looks. For example, my bleach blonde hair right now is, is probably a link to my mental health. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could usually tell when I'm struggling or I'm having a little moment because I'm bleaching it, right? But everything everyone does is about how they feel,
1: I would say. I think if you're eating a pizza, you're doing it because you want to feel good about eating a pizza. Or maybe you're even, even down to the simplest thing, like buying a new top. Like, you're
0: buying that because you want to feel good about yourself. Great. And so those things are elective things that you do, right? For example, bleaching your hair, buying a pizza, buying a new top getting surgery or Botox or fillers are elective things that you do. Now, I, d- I don't think we are really qualified enough to to unravel some of the things that were said and um, because some of the comparisons that were made by the girls were to do with things that are not elective, are to do with things that are very... You're born with or who you are, like right? Sex-
1: like sexuality
0: or race, et cetera. Like, you cannot compare... You're that struggle with the struggle of of someone else, so you just can't do that. So, no. but I I think that is a blanket statement anyway. And we I don't... mean,
1: but that is just so funny though. Like, let's just take a second to laugh at how dumb this whole thing is. <laughs>
0: it, it it's crazy, and what I loved the most about it because I always talk to you about how infuriated I get with cancel culture, and you and you. Get on me all the time like martin stop talking about it
1: but no i just think you're worried about being cancelled all the time but you can't be cancelled until you've been validated so let's so... not worry about it for a while so that's what i'm saying
0: you're not big enough to be cancelled um no but like
1: no I... one's gonna take away a blue tick you don't have one that's what i'm saying like let's just be real you savage <laughs> savage bitch no i'm joking but i think in general i think cancel culture i don't think it exists if it existed then boris johnson would no longer be prime minister and he is. So if cancel culture is so worrying, why is he still Prime Minister? And therefore it's it's actually irrelevant. I think cancel culture is a myth made up by the right wing to try and scare
0: the left wing. Well, that can go on your politics podcast. What the point <laughs> the point I was making was I I thought it was really interesting the language that the girls used. So um uh Sharon, when she went into the confessional to talk about um, how she was feeling, um, made sure that she was very inclusive with the pronouns she used. Great pronoun use. Great Great pronoun use. But... And then, obviously, when she was talking about um, how she felt, she referred to other underrepresented communities, linking it to herself. And I got the impression that they were very aware they were on a TV show. And I got the impression they were very aware they were trying to make a Twitter conversation. And I got the impression they thought the conversation was going to go very much in their way. And it really didn't. Like, I
1: think it's really... <laughs> it's, it's also what whataboutism, isn't it? It's like... Yeah, uh, it's like, oh, what's the word I'm looking? That is kind of what I mean. Yeah, it's it's attention seeking. It's like, look at me, I'm being picked on, I'm being bullied, I'm the same as this person, I'm the same as that person. Like, feel sorry for me, feel sorry for me. But that's completely missing the point. Like, you don't realize you don't realize how much privilege you have, and to sit there and say that getting enhancements or aesthetic work done is similar to the plight of black and brown minorities and the black lives matter movement and you know inferring all of this stuff it's absolutely ludicrous and completely dumb it's dumb and it's fine
0: to say that she's being dumb as fuck because she is being dumb as fuck that was a really dumb move and the the irony of Faye sitting explaining to Hugo the difficulties of having to have surgeries when that is something he has likely been through because Um, he has a disability. So there was a lot of like irony in that conversation. And all I can say is Hugo came off like such a charming, lovely young man. And I think it's done him no end of good, to be honest. I think it's really solidified him as even if he doesn't win the show because people are not dating him, he's. I think he's going to end up like the Alex George of this season. Yeah, Hugo like, is
1: definitely the Alex of this show. I can
0: see Hugo doing a lot of work after this because actually people have really warmed to him and been like, you know what? That was a really tough break. And it showed you, bringing it back to cancer culture, how easy it could be for that conversation to go one of two ways. It reminded me a little bit of the Roxanne palette and... Um, and um, what's his name? From, oh my God. On Big Brother. You don't
1: need to say his name. You can just say the Roxanne Palette thing. The Roxanne
0: Palette thing on Big Brother. That's what it you reminded me of. are
1: so of. right. Oh my God. I hadn't noticed that. That's exactly what this is. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Ryan Thomas. I couldn't. <laughs> Ryan Thomas. Yeah, that's what it. That's one hundred percent what it reminded me of. So just to wrap this little section up, because we don't want to get too heavy on it, as the representative of the Botox community here, on logistically difficult. Thank you, and thank you for being a Botox ally, by the way, Martin. <laughs> a ballet <Yeah. laughs> And I would like to hear what is your final take on that truly groundbreaking, wonderful piece of television that we watched. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm honest,
1: I'm sort of with Faye and I know that's really shocking, <laughs> but there is a lot of shame around Botox. Yeah. And the amount of people I've told I've had Botox, like proudly, I'll I'll tell anyone anything about myself. They will they will say, why? Like, what's wrong with you? Why did you need to do that? You didn't need to do that. And I think that's really offensive. So there is a lot of shame about it. And I do understand her point. And, and, but don't conflate fakeness and body enhancement and aesthetics, etc., with bigger issues like that's not that's not cool let's not do what about ism it's it's just that actually what he's saying what hugo is saying there is maybe maybe a little bit short-sighted perhaps like have a think about why someone might want to do that to themselves and then like take a step back that's all i will say on it i still think hugo is adorable and i sort of agree with him maybe like
0: 50%. i think the conversation was valid there, there was a t it was a teachable moment.
1: A moment of learning you're right, but Sharon just took it a little bit too far.
0: Yeah, and that's what we think I mean, a little bit too
1: that. far? I mean, that's probably an understatement. She took it way
0: too fucking far, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the listeners could see our WhatsApp thread, because James was in Ibiza at the time, right? And I was like, James, you have to look at Love Island right now, because he was watching on delay. And I was like, no, no, it's no. is the
1: most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life, but... I'm still, I'm still team Sharon. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Don't cancel me, Martin. Let's
0: talk about the boys. Oh, Ooh. boys! I love my, the
1: boys. My favorite topic.
0: Okay, so just a quick recap for anyone that hasn't been watching as intently as we have. So this week, although there has been no recoupling towards the end of the epi- like the end of the week, um, Toby has told Kaz. He is no longer interested in pursuing something and has started making out with Chloe. What the fuck? Yeah. Aaron uh, has basically, after the situation, the Hugo situation, told Sharon he didn't like the energy and he's out. Uh, Liam and Faye have parted ways because he's cracking on with the new girl, Millie. And uh, Brad has dumped Rachel. Even Basically, he told... Wait, Oh, well, we'll get into Brad in two seconds. So Brad has dumped Rachel. And basically, he told her everything she wanted to hear so that she would keep him in the villa. And now he's told her, I'm not interested because he wants to get with Lucinda. Oh,
1: it's too much. Like, they are acting like... They're at G.A.Y. It's their first night out and they're in a competition to kiss as many boys or girls as they can. We've all done that. I don't know what your record is, Martin. Mine was 16. Um, They (laughs) seem to just be parading around the villa trying to stay as long as possible. I mean, it's not really Love Island right now. It's more like slut island i want to win the money so i'm just going to couple up and it's it's a they're really all playing a game yeah i think in previous seasons we haven't seen that no as openly as like as openly toxic as that like it's a little bit more underground but this this time it's like oh okay you really are just here for the money and the fame
0: yeah so what i found interesting was i wasn't shocked by any of the behavior i was like oh this seems really normal and then i went on twitter and saw women tweeting and they were shocked and appalled by it and i was like oh this is behavior we're really used to but this is behavior that's maybe not been as obviously displayed in cishet straight world it hasn't Absolutely. been it hasn't been uh, like portrayed in that way but mm. as a viewer i am eating my popcorn and loving it because up until this point here's the argument is it wrong for the boys to dump the girl to go for someone else when the relationship they were in in the first place we were already saying was kind of dull and they didn't really like each other anyway
1: i think the answer to that lies in how it's dealt with right and i think if you finish with a girl and immediately get off with another girl behind their back that's pretty shady
0: But that's the show, no? I know it's the show. It is the show. It's the show,
1: babe. Okay, you don't need to Laura Whitmore me. I get it. (laughs) But but you can do it in a nicer way. You don't have to be so ruthless. And I guess what we're seeing is the truth. And not everyone in the villa is maybe seeing everything we're seeing. But it does seem a bit much to just immediately get off with Chloe.
0: Yeah. And so my problem was...
1: (laughs) You could have just held hands. Yeah. You could have just held hands. Yeah,
0: like he... My problem with the the um, the Cas and Toby thing was, as the gay best friend, I wanted to like Charlotte from Sex and the City one, like grab Kaz and be like, "No, no, I ruined the day you were." Po-. Like, I wanted to do that. I rue the day. Before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> but, mean, if
1: you're gonna do the quote, you've got to finish the quote. <laughs> I just, I, I had it in my head. I don't know. Anyway,
0: but I, <laughs> I, but then also I looked at Toby's behavior and I was like. Yeah, I, I have slash would do that,
1: Um yes, that- in a nightclub, like on a night out, maybe. But you wouldn't. I don't think you'd be like. Oh, it, this is the, this is the thing with the show. Like, it's actually logistically n- difficult with straight people. So, it wouldn't be any more logistically difficult with gay people the coupling up the dumping switching people all the time like it's quite easy it's, to throw it in a queer version because it's no different
0: well it's the first time i've actually thought it might be worse say it was all gay men because i don't think there would be the drama around it i think oh it, I, I i think, think would i be think, a a lot think lot if like drama. If, <laughs> if, if if like we were dating and then you were just like yeah I'm breaking up with you and then you were making out with someone else like 10 minutes later I don't think I would be shocked no I would be
1: devastated if I if I was coupled up with you and then I don't know Teddy walks in and you're like actually James sorry but I'm gonna go make out with him now I'd be really really upset because I am looking for romance in my life I I'm like addicted to love I'm a love addict sometimes I have definitely had traits of that in my life so if you did that to me i'd be absolutely devastated and i would charlotte you i'd be fuming i'd be going straight up to teddy and saying do you know what he said to me he said he loved me he held my hand and stroked my hair as i fell asleep and now he wants to go out with you i wouldn't trust him i wouldn't trust him you should go out with me instead and then teddy and i would run off into the sunset there'd be drama there'd be so much drama
0: my the only the person who is the most problematic for me is brad when rachel came in he said oh i i've never like you're my perfect type like no one in this villa turns me on like you do like you've walked in blah 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 she picks him chugs out the door right next minute poor chugs i hope he comes back but next minute the new girl comes in so lucinda comes in and then he literally just copies and pastes the line and he goes there's no one in here that I like like I've never you came in and it's the first time I've got that flutters and then the cheek of it was that he then retold that story to Rachel and said look Rachel like I've never met anyone like this like so it's the first time someone's walked in and my heart's fluttered and I was like you just told her the same thing four days ago It's literally like on Grindr where
1: there's an option to just like paste text, like commonly used phrases. You can just add your phrases in, can't you? So so if you like to send the same message to people, you don't have to constantly retype it. There's like a button where you can just send a phrase. Hey, how's you? What you up to? (laughs) Good. (laughs) I mean, it can't be that difficult to text dick pics, question mark. Why do you need to write that in a commonly used phrase box? (laughs) <laughs> but that's what he's doing, yeah. and it's and it's so he's it's just so typical he... of men. So wait, are we, so what we're what we're asking to wrap this up is is this just the behaviour of all men, gay or straight, or is this just that they're a bunch of douchebags? I would be begrudged to ever generalise an entire gender. No, but here's the thing: I have a different answer to you. I think it's not just. I don't think it's just men. I actually think it's just all humans.
0: Yeah, I like i said i have been the kaz and i have been the toby and i have when i have behaved in both of those ways i have felt like i was right so what and also i just have to keep remembering the making a tv show like rishma who was on the show she tweeted she was like can all these guys just get in the bin and i was like fair point but i said to her i said but it's really great tv oh my god i love it. So, so queer analysis. Are these straight boys behaving like gay men? Yes, but are they just behaving like men? Yes, and but
1: are they just behaving like humans?
0: Also, yes. Yeah,
1: because there's definitely a lot of people that act like that. It's not just men. It's not just gays, and it's certainly not just straight
0: people. It would be very interesting if this year they send the girls to It would Be. Very interesting. That's never going to happen. That's what I'm hoping for. Because I would like to see if the girls do what the guys do. I'm just... I'm still waiting for the diversity box to be ticked.
1: Like, when is that going to happen? They promised it was the most diverse Love Island ever?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm guessing they thought the Botox thing was enough. (laughs) Okay, James, before we go... um. So the thing that caused all the trouble this week was because they were playing a game to see how well they were suited to each other. And right. we've known each other for quite a few years now. And I count you as one of the closest people to me in my life. Wow, that's really beautiful. You could respond and say you also <laughs> feel the same. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you some questions um, to see how well you know me. Oh my God, this is going to go so badly. Yeah. Should we do like five? I think five really quick ones. Okay, yeah, great. Okay. What's my middle name? Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not sure I know it.
1: Wait. I think it's... I think it's Andrew. No, it's
0: Joseph. My, my Oh, my, my God. I was going to say Joseph, but a... I
1: was like, that's too obvious. It's no, not Joseph.
0: <laughs> it is. Okay. <laughs> oh, what? my God. Yeah, it's not my real surname, but there you go. Okay. How many siblings do I have? Are you going to unfriend me if I get this wrong? Yeah, maybe. I,
1: I... think it's two, but it, actually, I think it's three. But I know you. I know you
0: have two brothers. It's three. Yeah, I've got a sister oh, too. I yeah, you really a sister. What color are my eyes? Co- I'm covering <laughs> my covered, eyes right you now. Just <laughs> cover your eyes, you idiot. Uh, they are blue. Oh, they are blue. Okay. What is my favorite drink? Like, if we're going to the club, what am I buying at the bar? I think it's
1: a vodka soda. It is a vodka soda.
0: I know you so well. Okay. Uh, one more. What is my favorite TV show of all time? The L Word. <laughs> no. <laughs> good shout though. No, it's... I, w-
1: I mean I would say Love Island just because we both want to work for Love Island next year, but I'm pretty sure it's not Love Island. So I'm gonna
0: Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
1: Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I mean, good mm. gay choice. Okay. Let me just fire one back at you. How many siblings do I have? One. Lies.
0: You have a sister.
1: I have a sister, but I have two half brothers, so that's three siblings. Oh. Mic drop. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Logistically Difficult with me, James Barr, and Martin Andrew. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll be back very soon. We're going to have more episodes dropping now that I'm back from Ubitha, Humble Brag. And yeah, this is going to be fun. We've got some amazing guests lined up too. Thanks for supporting us. Please make sure you share our episode with your network. You can follow us on Instagram. I'm at I'm James
0: Barr. And I'm at Mr. Martin Joseph. Please subscribe, share, all that good stuff. We do love you. And don't forget, if you can't be logistical, just be difficult. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) I don't know if that works. We'll keep working on that, shall we? (laughs)